I'ma say what I feel And I promise to keep it real Welcome to the Red Room Diminishing the doubts are behind ya It's hard to grind in the business Got me stressed in the rent room We let that shit up off our chest You know the street nerd has got no time for no caca Sass in class, yes that's Mr. Bolakaja Never have to guess when you're listening to Hilliard He gon' bring more game than a shark playing billiards It's all about the crap of screenwriting It's exciting when you turn an outline into something enlightening Your pen and words are like bullets in a gun Write what you feel, say what you want Welcome to the rent room Ah uh, yeah, what's up y'all? It's your boy, Hilliard Guest, and you guys are listening to the Screenwriters Rant Room, where we keep it real, we keep it opinionated, we keep it what everybody? 2017. 2017. Damn, that was loud. Y'all was all up in the brother's ear. Well, you got headphones on, so. <laughs> y'all know how we do it on the Rant Room. On the show, we discuss entertainment, TV, film, music, culture, but our focus is always screenwriting, stories, mm-hmm. craft, and shit like that. Can I just say I, that I hear you out there I, look, 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 look <laughs> Your legs are looking Very lovely today I'm trying to get up there With Paul His calves, look Paul Gio over there On the bike Going mm-hmm. 900 <laughs> miles a week And shit Yeah Look at him Oh, just real quick You have to see Icarus uh, <laughs> Have you seen Icarus? I have not Dude, You have to see Icarus it is so, Have All you right. seen it? No Yeah It's, it's yeah. on Netflix all right. So Tell him the rundown. What's it's about? Okay, queue. so it's basically about this guy who's a documentary filmmaker, and he wants to do something about um, sort of like supersize me to test the the performance enhancing drugs. Oh yeah. He's a, because he's an amateur cyclist, <clears throat> and it's just and, and he does this thing the the oats like some something that's like the it's it's similar to the Tour de France, but it's for amateurs. Uh-huh. And, I, and the minute I saw, it, I thought of you. I was like, oh, Paul's gonna see oh, this. Yeah, 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 me too. Um, and, and then. He contacts this guy named uh, Grigory um, Rodachenko or something yeah. like that. He's uh. like he's the head of the the Russian anti doping thing. Yeah, and it explores this. It goes so left field yeah. into, into that world. Yeah. I don't want to say any more about it. Right. I, I, it like, yeah. I, mean, I was like, "Fuck, this happened!" Oh my yeah. god! So you I want to see that, and I want to so see good. Tour de Pharmacy, Sandberg's thing. Oh, see oh that yeah, that's on on that. HBO. I want to see that too. Right, I want to see that too. Dang it! I will check it out. I have to get HBO streaming. I'm trying to like I just got it Cause I was like I got HBO at the house now But it's like (laughs) You're missing too much stuff (laughs) (sighs) I've been catching up On so much stuff Yes So you ain't seeing Insecure or nothing I've been watching Insecure Oh okay I was about to say I love Insecure Can I give it Right (sighs) Insecure I not only love that I am in love with Prentice Penny I don't know this guy Prentice is great I I keep trying to get Prentice on the show He's just busy I love him and I fell in love with Upscale. Like yes. I, yeah. I wrote down the places he visited, and oh, I was Aww. like, I came out to LA. I wanted to go Aww. and go. And the other day when I saw it, got blown. Yes, mm-hmm. I'm so upset about that. It's wait, like, wait, what happened to the show? They canceled it. They're not going to do True it. True TV. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. True TV. You know Why that joke or not? Why is always the shit that I like gets taken away? I wonder. It's like when I go Maybe to fucking Trader tank. Joe's or Whole Foods and the shit that I like, they discontinue. Right. TV shows I'm into, they discontinue. You know, I just have really exquisite taste. And I'm just going to accept that. And the rest of you plebeians exactly. make it difficult because you don't watch the shit and get the numbers I need to get my shit on TV. But I'm not going to be bitter today. So y'all hear her voice? Yes. Little Miss Bitterness? Yes. <laughs> Lisa Bolakaja yes. in the house. Hey, shout out to my girl, N.K. Jemison, who won the Hugo Award oh, okay, at the World Fantasy Con in Helsinki. This is her Ooh, second wow. year in a row big. and you didn't go second bitch look second year black woman second year in a row what was the book um, which book is it I think it's the obelisk 
You got to read all her books. Oh, Why yeah, is yeah, that yeah. not a headline? Look, Second year in a row. Look, black it's in the Guardian. Look, Hugo? she's a badass, and she's the sweetest person in the world. I usually when I see her, I get to see her at WizCon. She's an amazing writer. She's like the baddest thing. So I'm just waiting for Hollywood to like pick up her her show and become a TV series. And shout out to Ava. Oh God, yeah. Uh, for and Finally Victoria and Victoria, because I know Alan Bain. A couple years, in 2015, he announced he was going to do the Octavia Butler thing, right. and that was 2015. Mm-hmm. And I got nervous. Remember, I said, "Is like, is it really going to happen?" Because I wanted to get him on the show because I wanted to give him some pointers as an Octavia Butler scholar <laughs> to say this is what you might want to do mm-hmm. and do it well. And I wish you well. And then I didn't hear anything, so I was worried. Oh shit. They're not going to do it. Mm-hmm. But I guess Ava stepped in and using that clout to get it done. So oh, we'll see. That's so. We'll yeah, see. Well, see, you know, it's interesting because the, the first thing I heard. Are you have notes in a journal? He's old school. Chris, you know what? He Chris is like me book. the first two years when exactly. I used to do the podcast. She used to be writing. I, I would come in with my notes. <laughs> Man, every and then morning I write by like, hand. You know what? I can't. It's too much. Every morning. I got to. Mm-hmm. Well, I know. Uh, I respect. Uh, 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 okay. So, but I'm, 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 the, the next purchase <laughs> is this thing called Remarkable. Which what does that do? It's not out yet, but it'll be at the end of the summer or beginning of fall. It's a it's a it's a dedicated tablet hmm. for writers, okay. and it's it, and, and 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 so and what you do is you actually write on the screen, right? Right. And it's designed in a way that there's enough kind of like um, friction on, the, so it feels like you're writing with a with, on pen on paper. Oh, okay. You know, and mm-hmm. it, and and, and <laughs> you know what? Paul whipped out his. Okay, we all yeah. have our journals. Paul whipped out his journals. Why did Paul whip out his old ass Indiana Jones? <laughs> oh, no, I don't know. He's got. Like, this looks like he's like market like this. Yeah, we get you this. You open it up. It's going to have the secrets. Wait, it's going to have secrets of the pyramids <laughs> in there. So. Um, I love it. Yeah, a snake came out of. Okay. Wait, where'd you get that from? That's pretty high end. This I dig. It's a man purse. No, there's just well. There's this little place over by like that whatever they call that Elysian that by Dodger Stadium. Okay. Called oh, yeah. Elysian Baum Kuchin. Mm. Little Japanese travel store that has all these leather goods, all this old school stuff. That's cute. They're open like we're open from two to three on Wednesday and oh, it's one ten of those to ten fifteen on Thursday. Yeah, yeah. you got to check their website and see. Oh but it's, I love it. No, I lo- I've got to check that out because I'm a collector yeah. of journals. Oh, I love so that great. stuff. I love it. Yeah. Every day I'm oh, writing this. The journal people. So we have to take a picture of all three journals. Do you have a journal? Do you, yeah, have, a journal? Do you have a journal? I don't. No, he's okay. got his phone. I'm, I have ESPN. I don't forget you're not, shit. You're not part of the clique. I don't forget I'm sorry. Shit. He's got so, his one note or his Evernote on his phone, right? <laughs> I say shit every once in a while. Hey, motherfucker. You know. <laughs> so, uh, what's up, Lisa? Lisa, Cole, yeah, like Jane. I said, just excited for Nora for winning um, second year in a row. Mm-hmm. Um, just a lot of great things going on in science fiction. Like I said, with Ava doing the whole thing and. Um, yeah, so I'm looking forward to some really good stuff. You know, we'll see. We'll see. I'm always hopeful, but like I said, usually my 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 hopes and my dreams get right. dashed. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. So then we got my man in the house, Chris Derrick mm. from the writing directing team, mm-hmm. uh, the Derrick brothers. What's going down, brother? <sighs> you know, man. I, I told you, I just finished the script. I've been yeah, working I'm on excited. Forever, so. I'm excited. I'm excited. Uh, I just yeah, that's done. Um, I just, you know, there's this thing that Alex and Chip and I are doing where uh, it's called Hollywood Screen Tests, right. where we're shooting actors' reels, but we're shooting like so they look like scenes from yeah. movies and stuff. So remember, we, you did that first practice one here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With, yeah. So um, and I think that's going to go live this week. Oh, so, really? Yeah. Um, How many of you guys do so far now? We have four. I'm going to shoot one more. My friend, two more people. I want to shoot. Um, before it goes up, there, there, there's, there's a German girl, mm-hmm. so she's gonna like jump back and forth between English and German. Okay, good. And then it's another girl who's, um, 
she's Swedish by descent, but she grew up in Mexico. Like her family is second generation uh, in, in Mexico City. Okay. So, uh, and when I first met her, she was talking, and I was like, "Oh, just blah blah blah." And then she was like, "I'm fluent in Spanish." I was like, "What? <laughs> no, no, no! That would be so cool to see flip back and forth." So we're gonna shoot her. Um, but it's but but like I said, it's going live this week. So that's good. Nice. Yeah. I like that. That sounds very cool. That's cool. Yeah. And then we got my man in the house. The OG himself, mm-hmm. Paul Gio. The dip and do it. Comes producer. in, shows up in town when he's in town. I know, look, look, Mr. Legs himself. Uh-huh. You know, <laughs> look, look, we seen, we seen, we seen that shit, the, the, the stuff on Instagram. <laughs> oh, on shirt the all off, feet out. <laughs> okay. Drink on the table. Lounging rain. in the pool. I see you. <laughs> yep. Counting stacks. That's all. <laughs> That's your new nickname, Paul Stacks. Paul Stacks. Yeah. Stacks is here. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Welcome That's to the right. show, y'all. Welcome to the show. Oh, good lord! I'm glad to be back, man. Hey, man. Thank you. We it's missed good. you, buddy. I'm here. It's nice to be back in LA for a while. Mm-hmm. I'm on big old broadcast machine gig mm-hmm. again, and nice. That's You're a whole it. another kind of thing. <laughs> but uh, you know, keeps me laying out by the pool with yeah, yeah. yeah. drinks. Yeah, getting yeah. get my son. Paying an alimony, bitch. Yeah. Yeah, keeping that house back home and yeah. the house here. I'll see you. Yeah. I got That's right. Home. By the way, everyone in Asia, October twentieth, go see Geostorm so I can pay my yes. alimony. Yes, yes. Oh. yes. Oh, so y'all know how we do it on a red moon. If you guys are grown, let's go ahead and get it in. So Lisa, Lisa, set mm-hmm. us up. Set us up today. So, what are we doing? So y'all know a lot of shit's been going down. <laughs> she always do her little campfire. And, no. <laughs> I know. Gather around, children. <laughs> You should put a little sound effect in, like it's like it's like me at work with the kids. When I need, when you want to get their attention, you bring that low that voice. Once low, upon a time, and you so get that hand out, in, uh, and they gotta lean in, right. and they love me anyway. So anytime I show up, they're excited for anything anyway. Right. But it's like so. <laughs> I'm just letting y'all know, shit went down mm-hmm. a few weeks ago what when the announcement from HBO mm-hmm. came out. The Doobie Brothers. The <laughs> Doobie Brothers. That's because I, I can't. It's hard for me. It's easy for me to call the Doobie Brothers. Damn. Doobie Brothers. Damn. Damn. Well, no, it's easy. No, that's that's just me. Damn. First shot fired. <laughs> that was not a read. That's just to help me remember. It's like I remember the D and the B. Like one first of the shot fired. David. Damn. Was it David Weiss and whatever their names are? It's D and D. Chris D- knows. D B Weiss and David Benioff. Yeah. So D and D Doobie Brothers. Yes. So they made an announcement, and this is so. Let me just preface this by saying this. If you go make an announcement about a show, you got to make sure you got some people on your team who you vet it with <clears throat> to make sure that when the shitstorm comes, that you're prepared for it. Right. Now, they must have thought because they had two black writers with them right. that were excited about doing this project that everything was copacetic. Mm-hmm. But y'all got to understand that all black people, you got to know more than two. <laughs> <laughs> to help you out Kind of three at least gotta, At least three at The least chess is four three. If you can at least name four That are actually in your phone <laughs> That you can call up Not so, I know them Is that the writer Bechdel test? That's the that's, I'm <laughs> just telling you Right So Paul, that the writer Paul Bechdel, You pass the test the nine times black black Bechdel test. If you got at least more than four black people in your phone <laughs> You legit And they can't be people you know or met a couple of times right. That gotta be Can you call them on your phone right, right now exactly. It would help if you work with them It would help if you work Dude, on some level. actually know. So what went down was HBO announced this new because you know the guys who did they're you know they creators and executive producers of Game of Thrones. By the way, seven years and we finally got that damn dragon fight 
on Game of Thrones. What, what? You know, like last week? <clears throat> was it a couple, two weeks ago? Was it last weeks ago? week. Was it last week? It was two weeks ago, wasn't it? It was last week. Was it last week? All right, last okay. week. I wasn't even impressed. Everyone was fucking blowing up the damn <laughs> well, yeah, thing, and I was like, this is what they're I, talking about? But listen, I felt the same way. I felt seven years, and we're building up, and this is it. Y'all, y'all don't know good TV right. at all. Y'all been suck it. <laughs> y'all been bamboozled. Anyway. So they made this announcement that they're going to do this show called She's still in that Confederate. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm trying to be respectful. Right. They're going to do this show called Confederate. Uh-huh. And they kind of, like, they haven't written anything. They haven't had, they're just kind of like, you know, because the show has been successful, yeah, just Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. they got carte blanche to do whatever. Like, here's a whole paycheck, right. whatever show you want to do. Mm-hmm. So the show they want to do mm-hmm. in this day and age <laughs> is they want to do a show, which I can understand. People have their passion projects. You, you do what you want to do. Right. But they want to do a show where slavery in the South basically... Hasn't ended. Hasn't ended. Right. And so they want to do a futuristic alt history of that. And so that was the thing. So black Twitter (laughs) came through. Native Twitter did too, because we we were in there. But it was kind of like, hmm, why would you want to do that show, that kind of thing? Like, they didn't really have a premise really that much. This is kind of like the idea. And so they touted it out. They brought in one of our homies, Malcolm. Yep. They shot out And... And his wife. And it was like, so there was like that first thing where it's like, did they really think this through? Like they should have did with Black America, with Will Packer and them did. But they kind of said, we're going to do a show, but we're not going to let you know what it is until we worked out some shit. (laughs) (laughs) Now, talk about pet. We ain't got no title. We ain't got nothing. nothing, But we got a show called this. This is kind of the idea. And they kept it under wraps. Right. Which is wonderful. When you don't know what you're doing, that's what you should do. I don't even know why they announced the show. I would be much more happy if you just just didn't tell them what you're doing. Thank you. And just and show just, up. Boom. Everyone's like, commercials. oh. Just start having commercials. <laughs> like, anyway. So, when it came out, people went in. Like, really? At this time, we really needed a show? Like, a slavery kind of like, that shit is still kind of here. Like, it's not like an alt history for black people. Like, who is this show for? So, a lot of questions went out. I did a little Twitter thread where I was just talking about, first of all, you know, they try to, you know, basically say we've been wanting to work with these writers for a long time and one of my first tweets was well hey it's funny to me that you've known these black writers for 10 years <laughs> you say you want to work for them for a long time since I think it was like the strike the 2007 writers right. mm-hmm. strike right. mm-hmm. so in those 10 years now one time have you invited them to come write on the Game of Thrones uh-huh. or any of their projects because I know Malcolm and his wife they were going through probably some different shows remember Malcolm went through a big spell he wasn't working for a long time uh, hello you know what I mean and I'm like I'm sure he knew him at that time and, I'm and saying, how much could Malcolm have killed Game of oh, are you Killed kidding me? Right. Are you kidding me? Right. And it's like, so, you know, I just kind of put that out there like, you know, in 10 years, funny to me. And the first project you come to them saying this would be perfect is, but two black friends that I know come do this show. Now, on the black side of things, right. I understand, hey, it's an opportunity to work with HBO, mm-hmm. uh, opportunity to come up from the ground up and create a show that all history, sci-fi, something they would probably know about in terms of black history, that kind of thing. Mortgages got to be paid. You got to take care of your business. So I totally get that. But at the same time, <laughs> black folk, sometimes we got to have to like have a little bit of something, at least think things through. Like if I were them, I'm just speaking for myself, mm-hmm. I would have been like, look, I'm not trying to pass in an opportunity to HBO, but I would have a serious conversation with these people. Like, are you sure this is the show? I would have came through my arsenal and said, here are some other things that you can probably want to do if you want to do an alt history. See, Paul, I don't know if you know, <sighs> I've been telling Lisa and Linnell for about a year now, they need to come up with their own little consultancy. Like, or have, go into TV shows and producers and, and have stuff, us come and in and tell you. About should we do the show or not? Should we do the show <laughs> or not? Wait a minute, though. You know that's, but that's actually brilliant just consulting just in general right. yeah. just about the state just of the stu- yes. things right now like mm-hmm. 
God, shows could use that. Yeah. They all have lawyers on a lawyer show. They all have I'm a just cop saying, show. You know, why you know, not? You know? Just like, you know, because Linnell, especially, you know, great writer, her military background, being a woman in the military and stuff. Is she a like genre a lieutenant writer? colonel or something like that? Like, well, like she posted something where she, where she was... Someone was some some former colleague of hers was trying to attack her on Facebook. Yeah, yeah. And, and she came through and, and, and she was like, you know, I'm a lieutenant colonel. I was like, damn, I didn't know that. Uh, yes, <laughs> yeah. like you don't so, mess with Lynette. Yeah. So she's not just a military. Don't, don't she's this. like, you know, don't, I got like I got rank. stripes on my shit. I you got know? rank. Yeah. Yeah. Don't no. don't play with her. I've been places where her, somebody says something stupid. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. like the older sister, like. <laughs> You might want to sit someplace else over here. But now, let's get some drinks over here, girl. Let's have, eat your popcorn, Don't girl. Don't make me get my right. out. Okay, so I'm, let me say something about this this Confederate thing that is interesting to me. Is that I look at, you know, those guys met in Ireland on some little history sabbatical thing or something like that. Right. And whatever, 20 years ago. And the thing about Confederate... Because I've thought, this is, it's not like this is a new idea for anyone who's no. thought about science fiction or things right. like that, is that if they're setting it now, like they want to set it now, I'm kind of like, I'm, uh, you know, you have, there's so much about the history of the world that changes if America is a, is, oh, God, is, yeah. is divided country, totally. right. is that, is, I mean, like, like, there's probably not there's probably not this industrial revolution that we know of that right. com, comes doing definitely no hip hop like that's not happening. I feel like the biggest like uh, proponent to take down the Confederacy mm-hmm. is the Soviet Union because if you think about what happens in the history of the world. Yes, okay, if the United States doesn't they split and they are squabbling, and they're probably having two or three more civil wars right. after that because it's like in India and Pakistan. They mm-hmm. fought four right. after that split right. uh, and it's over like a 50-year period. It's like what happened in Europe to start World War I like, probably would happen, and what happened in Russia would happen. Right. And the Russians or the Soviets who are, like, who are all not about like free labor <laughs> would be all up and down with spies all through like the Confederate States, you know? Mm. And I've, I mean, it's, and the rest of America is not combined. It's like, there's so much yeah. that would change. Like, like literally so much would change, sure, you know, sure. that it doesn't make any sense. Or like, I honestly, there, there, there'd be no rise of Hitler, I think, because the, because, because the, because Germany and Austria Hungary would not lose World War One if the United States didn't come in to put a spoiler. And, 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 and Hitler would come up with those yeah, kind they of would come up. Yeah. And, and the thing is, is that he would have been the artist he was meant to yeah. be. Yeah. And the whole thing, and the whole thing about like being the spoiler throughout the 20th century is what the United States did because they were a unified nation. Right. That doesn't happen. And I feel like that's like you know, it's like. I, I just feel like those guys like made a huge mistake just even announcing it. I mean, there's that David Simon show mm-hmm. about the, the, the rise of porn and everything like right. that. Like, I saw the ad for that the other day and I was like, I've never even heard of this. But this <laughs> looks dope and it's, not, and it's coming I will, up and here's footage. I am a porn fan, so I will be watching uh, for the know. history for, for research purposes. Right. What you it think? Looked good. It looks research good. purposes. Hey, it is for research purposes. You, it looks right. new good. It, it looks, looks good. Interesting. It looks, interesting. It looks so, good. Paul Gio, what do you think? What you got to say about that? Um... Being, and then I'll throw in my three cents. Being the single white dude in the room. <laughs> we all mixed. Um, it was very, no, you know what? I, I heard about it, and I mean, I, I heard about it on Twitter. I saw it, and I thought, 
wow. And I read the announcement, and the one thing that jumped out at me is the exact thing Lisa, then like minutes later I saw her tweeting about, which was, you know, these who Lisa calls the Doobie Brothers, their names escaping me. <laughs> I but, can't remember their names. I just, it's easier well, for me. I was on the floor. But just the, uh, <laughs> the fact that they said, you know, we called up Malcolm and, and his wife because we've been wanting to work with them for 10 years. And I just, that was, I had the same exact thought. I was like, in 10 years, there was no project that you felt like they could work on right. until you were doing an alt history of slavery and confederate right. states and that was that was my takeaway from it i don't i i have no opinion on malcolm doing it or not doing it or any of that i and just for me personally it's weird because i feel like i'm kind of watching that shit right now in virginia mm. and yeah. everywhere yeah. else it's like i i don't <laughs> All, they all them history, like, like they? <laughs> it, it's just I'm so like I just actually a few days ago I was like I got to get off Twitter for a while mm-hmm. and I'm and I I adore Twitter and I just was like Hold on. I'm done. Yeah, he got ahead. Yeah, yeah. It's so I have you gonna make it. Johnny. I just <laughs> I have no words for what is happening and it was like you're right. Like even if they were going to even if they're sitting in the HBO offices going all right yeah we're gonna go forward with this. Maybe wait a little bit yeah. to make this announcement. Maybe, right, right, maybe right. wait. I mean, we are in the middle of a powder keg right now with a fuse burning. <laughs> yeah, and I lost her life yesterday. You know, so. yeah, and to go up and go, hey, guess what show we're going to do next? <laughs> but did you see all the tweets from people like, oh, they filming no Confederate right now, the Confederate right now, like the yeah. literal stuff, and people are putting up there and. and Tagging HBO, and I was just like, oh, oh. yeah, because the controversy was people are like, well, we're going to boycott HBO. I'm like, no. No. There are some great shows on HBO. Mm-hmm. You got to be a little bit more laser sharp. It's a specific thing that you're going to, you know, not want to do. Right. Now, granted, my true feeling, they're probably going to make this show anyway. I don't know if they're going to make it now in terms of. I don't know. I think they're, they're going to shut it down. I think they, they might shut not it down make now it. because yeah. of what happened oh, yeah. yesterday if and all that already stuff. Shut down. Well, no, but see, I think shutting it down, I mean, people might say. Oh, it's censorship and everything. Because a part like of me thinks they're going to be petty. I think it quietly it. goes but, away. But, 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 but here's the thing. I mean, there was that David Fincher show that he was doing that, on HBO that, that they even shot six episodes, and then they canceled it because hmm. they didn't they didn't like it. Well, HBO yeah. makes a lot of shit that people never see. Yeah, I mean, they they made an entire season. I think Botchko made some show for them. They did like ten, twelve episodes. Yeah, right. Never saw they the never light saw of day. It. They and I and here's the thing from a from a writer creator producer mm-hmm. whatever standpoint with Malcolm I've never met Malcolm I I was a fan of his on Twitter and we interacted some like mm-hmm. that and I had a lot of respect for for his game and stuff I I'm I believe and I'm saying this without knowing the guy I believe that he doesn't seem like the person that would take the gig just to take the gig. Like he must no. have felt like he he's got to take yeah. militant yeah. black, and right. he Trust he me. felt like he was going to bring something right. to this story. Right. I don't know what, but I, I honestly believe he would not have have stepped into this lion's right. den, and it and it crushed me. Just like a couple of days ago, I went mm-hmm. to check. Out. I was like, boy, he he hasn't been talking much right. on Twitter. I go and look. He deleted his entire yeah, account totally because yeah. he was. I felt like I. I'm on Lisa's side, I think, generally with this. Like, I, I don't know if this is a good idea, but I felt like the viciousness of the attacks that were aimed at Malcolm personally mm-hmm. seemed way out of, out of hand, yeah. like just no, wrong. Totally. Yeah. Cause, and, and Malcolm made a really good point um, before he got off Twitter. 
Um, I wasn't following all of them, but I remember reading one particular thread, and he said something about, like, you guys didn't even give us a chance to figure out what the show is yet. We just have, you know, this is just what we're saying it's about. This is just the premise. We don't even know what the whole show is. And was. that was the mess up. Yeah, I agree. That That's, was the mistake. I agree. That was the well, mistake. See, I agree. Well, yeah, but, you know, because, like, I, it's this thing, I mean, if you talk about something without the concrete, because now they're going to get these questions and they don't know have any kind of answers. Right. And I feel like if you have some answers to answer any, I mean, to answer anything, then you are able to like, uh, satisfy the critics on some level because now, cause you're giving them an answer that they can like then digest, but they're basically, but they basically have to dodge every question. Yeah. Because they don't have anything but like a, a concept. Because that, what and I think what happened was once they announced it, they thought everyone was going to be excited. Like, hey, the you know mm-hmm. the guys who created Game yeah, of Thrones, they could do they underground, they show, could do this whatever. show, right? and it was like what you mm-hmm. should have said. We're going to do a show that just keep it simple. Like, you know, there was a, a, a third Civil War in the United States. It's an alt history show. We'll get more details later, but we're really excited. The show's coming. Leave it. At that. Yeah, I think this was a lesson to Hollywood. And then bring you know, in your historians, your people, because one of the things I brought up too is if you're going to do an alt history and you're going to talk about, you know, having slavery still happening in the South, what are you going to do with Native people? Because right. one of the first things they start doing with alt history, they always erase Native people. Right. And if you're going to give, you know, black folk, mm-hmm. you know, some, you know, and Native folk, who are stuck in those areas? What about those treaties? So you know, more like my tweets, more like the questions I would have. Like I don't even think. I mean, uh, that's like, like, like here's some help. This is what you should be talking about. I don't about. even think <laughs> that the West gets colonized the same way. I just don't think that it happens. I think that there's. I mean, if you think about countries that have had civil wars, they stay at each other's throats until something seriously happens. Right. So it's kind of like the whole push westward that we look at is that is the, is the, doing Reconstruction. Mm-hmm. That doesn't happen that way. Right. It can't happen that way because. Because you know, there's two. There'd be just the battle over the Mason Dixon line would constantly be happening. Mm-hmm. Constantly, I mean, you know, like it's be, it, the situation would be like in North Korea and South Korea. Like right. seriously, would be. You know, like fifty years on from that. Right. You know, sixty years on, there's still what's going on, and it's like right. that's what. But and that's not a f- constant fight. It's only because the United States is the spoiler. But there'd be no spoiler. And I feel like, you know, I mean, like Colorado, Texas, all that kind of stuff. California is not the same. It's still probably native lands. I feel like Chris has already gone so much deeper on this idea than the people who announced the show <laughs> did. Right? <laughs> well, because that's but right. Hey, he's no. history, but that's, yeah, right. that's, 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 that's the history. But also right. because I've thought about a story like this before. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And I well, was like, me. oh, you know what? And then that's different, you know? Right. I want to ask... As the white person in the room, I want to ask everybody <laughs> no, you a question. Fr- no, you are the French. This is <laughs> my French cousin. <laughs> French Canadian. No, I want to ask this because this is this is my thing. It's like all the history of of any story. Why does why would you choose an old history story where it's just more oppression and it's just more like? White on top, black on bottom. Like, why not come up? Why is an HBO developing an alt history show where the slaves rose up and right. now the white people are slaves it, and the black people run? They can't. They canceled that show. It was called <laughs> Underground. Yeah. Right? Thank you. Thank you. But see, that's my that's my point. It's like I just, for me as a viewer, it's like really, would I want to watch? That sounds like the most yeah. depressing shit right. to watch something that we're still, as of mm-hmm. this very minute. We we have still not handled this problem right. in this country. Right. So why would you want to 
when when we're all about we're artists and we're about making new things and creating and getting people to to come together not not separate right. why why would that be the idea you want to right. play with is i, I just I don't just, understand just, it i just think it's just a limited scope in their repertoire of stuff you know <laughs> i mean yeah, i mean you know there was a movie that came out 95, 96. The Confederate States? No, called The White Man's Burden. With, oh, God, um, yeah. yeah. John Travolta. John Travolta where everything was reversal. Everything was yeah. reversed. I mean, and the movie was interesting, but it felt, the movie felt like it didn't work because it was a movie. Like, it needed to have been a show. Right. You know, and it's, it goes with what you're saying, Paul. Right. I guess you flip it around because you need more than two hours to tell, right. to explore those, the dynamics. So the dynamics are, it's about the small moments mm. that would make that interesting. Um, I don't know. I mean, like, if you look at a movie, not a movie, but the, the Man in High Castle, like, that's another story that's flipped about oppression, right? And, well, and, and people and, and, keep br- kept bringing it up. Know, but, like, the, but the difference is... <laughs> Germany. Yeah. Germany, Outlawed Japan. any type of stuff. Well, there's... No, but... but, but you there know, were tribunals. <laughs> well, there's that. I mean, but... but the whole and thing, everybody knows it's, it's, it's bad. But, yeah, it's bad. <laughs> but, but the whole thing is, that show shows you when freedom got... When freedom lost... Right, and then you look at these groups that everyone is like, "Wow, that like, what would that really be like?" Because you don't know. Right, but it's well, like we're saying we know. Well, we know what it looks <laughs> like when you when it doesn't win, when you don't win. I mean, I look at there's there's I think there's always interesting things about alt history that can make interesting stories, mm-hmm. yeah. but that's like not one of them. Like, I mean, I saw this movie. I've told you guys about it before. It's called uh, Goodbye Uncle Tom. Yeah, right, right, right. And it's like, yeah. and it's like, like the minute you hear about this, Paul. Yeah, yeah. Like, like the minute you watch that movie, mm-hmm. yeah. you honestly never want to see anything about slavery ever again in your life. <laughs> <laughs> you never do. You never do. Yeah. Like after, like after I saw that, I was like, I can't really watch Underground now. Right. It's not. It's like it's not interesting to me. Like anymore because that is so that movie was so vile mm-hmm. like it's on the level of like these movies like Salo and mm-hmm. stuff like that where you watch it and you like like you uh, filmed this look, you filmed this you know how many times I tried you know this many, shit oh wait, my fucking god do you know how many times I've tried to get through that movie with Salo <laughs> it's yeah. almost impossible look I think the longest I've gotten through is like, like 20 minutes like, and me you know I gotta turn this off I, I will watch, watch anything, anything. Right. And, and there's a coming to point where I was like this is too much. Where's the art? <laughs> it's got to be something. We're just gonna eat shit and no, that's no, it. No, no, that's no. it. Turn all this off. Turn anyway. It's, so it's it's. I don't know. So what do you think about this? About was it a week later that uh, Will Packer and Aaron Magruder came out and said, "By the way, and here's the thing: they announced theirs way back in like was it January or February? I think it was February. They had already told them they were gonna make a show, but they didn't tell people what it was. What the print? They said we right. got this show coming out. Mm-hmm. Now talk mm-hmm. about petty." <laughs> about a week later then they announced okay here's our show called Black America and basically it's a alt history mm-hmm. but the alt history is that uh, black people got reparations and the whole civil war ending changed a little bit in terms of what they're supposed to have done had done it what that looked like and basically they gave so them so they land. got the 40 acres they got land <laughs> what is it they got like land or whatever whatever it is they got land they got their own states they got like Louisiana Mississippi really and yeah, so basically they, you know, they created. Basically, it's like Wakanda in the United States. <laughs> it's really that's why they really should have pitched it. Imagine Wakanda <laughs> in the U.S. So basically, they gave them three states and said, "All right, black people, you Go. guys are free. This is your land. Right. Do your thing." So it's all history about this black states of America. That already sounds way more interesting to yes. me. Yes, yeah. but 
to show the fairness that I am. I still had the same questions. Uh, so what you going to do with the native people who already had land treaties right. and right. stuff? You know, and if it's but if you leaned into that, how fascinating would that be? And are you going to have? And I said you got to have some native historians. Yeah, you got to have all these people come in, and like you got to have like a symposium for the writers. Like, (laughs) Mm -hmm. here's a little history lesson. Mm -hmm. Here's some things that could have been. Now go. I feel like I don't know. And my trepidation with Black America is, and I think I mentioned it earlier, was I was talking about Aaron Magruder. I like Boondocks. I liked his comic books and stuff, but there's something about his writing. That makes me feel like he's not good in terms of writing women characters. Like, there's just something about him that I just get like a, I'm just a little suspect, a little concerned. Well, I mean, look, I get that. I mean, to me, outside of the Boondocks, I I think the one thing that he did was um, the Red Tails, mm, right? And, and Black Jesus, and right. and and, and well, I haven't seen that, yeah, but I tried. And, <laughs> and, and I mean, and I kind of was like, uh, and it's crazy <laughs> because 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 Red Tails is a John Ridley and you know and Aaron Magruder thing, right? And it, and it, and it was George Lucas. It was George Lucas, but but those guys wrote it. But if you watch the movie and you and it feels like two separate, like you can tell this is the John mm-hmm. stuff, this is the Aaron Magruder stuff. It's mm-hmm. like it's not together. That's not good. And yeah. uh, I mean, that's why that movie's not strong. And, right. I fe- and I feel like that movie had a you know like it was a major missed opportunity. And mm-hmm. it came on the heels of like the miracle of Saint Anna, and it yeah. was like okay, so yeah. now we're not gonna do these black. Like war Historic, stories, yeah. which would have been cool because, like that thing, the, the Harlem Hellfighters would be a cool thing to do and right, see. Right, right. But I know um, Linnell has a script that she did about some right. women fighter fighters. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, th- there's always something. I'm, I'm, I'm not sure. I mean, the, the, see, the, the thing about America is, although it's got so many problems, where we have not like. I think we're just I think we're just in denial about a lot of things and the, the country is like historically but I feel like what what has made America great is the is this mix of culture I, right. feel, I feel like if you do black America certain things sabi you know that, that, that we know and love about that we know and love about black uh, culture mm-hmm. have we don't arise the same way you know, especially we're talking about after the Reconstruction, after Civil War, eighteen sixty-five, eighteen seventy-five. That, but but like you know, like what we have the blues. The blues is mm-hmm. probably not going to happen because people aren't really under pressure what anymore. What we have Jazz the great migrations, or everybody just migrating oh, to the black I see states. where you're going, Chris. So what you're saying right. is without the depression. Or without the, uh, the the full American experience, yeah, gone well, through. It's, it's just different, and yeah. the, you then, know, I, we I, wouldn't be forced to, to come create, up with, to create, so, create, create so much That's cool stuff. Right. I mean, I mean, like like you, you like the blues and right. jazz, right, and right. And, the, the, and, and, and therefore rock and yeah. roll, right. Comes out of right. all that period, of, like Debussy, Handy, stuff like that, like like tr- tr- trying to do what they want to do. Right. You know, I, I mean, I, I, this is the thing that you think about, you know, my script, and then there be no tap dancing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So because you would not have black folk with Irish folk right. intermingling mm-hmm. and dancing so, and making music and doing the Chitlin circuit, you wouldn't have that. Here's something else that's interesting. Okay. So you know, like 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 Miles Davis. Fuck, we wouldn't have any Creole folk with good to, Creole food. You know, Paris. Because he's having a lot of trouble with yes. New York and stuff like that, yeah. And he's only going because he's having trouble. Right. He can't. He's having he, like the, the 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 pressure he's feeling in New York, the jazz scene. And when he goes to uh, Paris and mm-hmm. he meets like the, um, the, that Greco girl, and she introduces him to Louis Malle, mm-hmm. and he does that thing, the the 
the movie, the soundtrack for Elevator to Gallows, right. that's the precursor right. for Kind of Blue, right. which we don't get that either right. because as, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, there is no Duke Ellington. There is no. There'd be no black people in St. Louis. Yeah. There'd be no Miles Davis. It's just yeah. Jesus. Crazy stuff. <laughs> okay, happening. crazy but stuff no, is but happening. But right. here's the thing: they not, but, they're not thinking on that level, Chris. No. No. no, they're not. They not thinking past all that stuff. That's why I look at. To me, that's that's why. I, I mean, I, that's why it's interesting. What they, I still look at what they do with Man in the High Castle is like the best kind of, like, like the iteration of that because it's only like fifteen years after the event had occur- yeah. occurred. If, if you start rolling it out, you know, two or three generations and stuff like that. I mean, the, the Black America and Confederate are like. A hundred and you know, like one hundred and forty years, fifty years after the event, like so many things have happened. Like it's unreal. It's it's almost not cool to even do that. Yeah. But to do either of those shows? I mean, in my opinion, because you're just going to like create something that's kind of like a parody. I mean, I mean, particularly with what with Aaron Magruder does. Right. Because that, it that, sounds that, like they did the classic mistake of building a story on a premise. You know what I mean? Like they, d- yeah. But they announced the premise, yeah. and not the story. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I was going to say this, which brings me to an important conversation that people have been having, especially with the movie Detroit and with my girl. I still love her, Catherine Bigelow. Oh, she's the uh, greatest. Even with the stuff, the conversations we had about John Ridley when he did. did Off mic. Uh, when he did, uh, what was the Black British thing that we went in on? Oh, I don't even remember. Like, and it, long as long as I can't remember the title of it. Uh, criminal. Black no, Power. Uh, Black Panther. Panther uh, no. Oh, 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 shit. What was it called? Well, yeah. Oh, the, Jesus Christ. Yeah, uh, Gorilla. Gorilla. Thank you. Gorilla. Yeah. That's bad when you can't remember the title of the show. Because we only watch one episode. Which brings me. I've been as one. What's Brings me to this, which is an interesting conversation oh, because yeah. I'll tell you, just Elba after that too. to bring to bring Paul into the conversation because we all know, and I'm still devastated by this because mm-hmm. with Paul's project when you want to do about uh, the black yeah. detectives, black too, that would have been. But it's a conversation uh, we've had. No, no, it's a conversation we had before because right. it brought up something where it talks about who can tell whose stories, right. who are the right people to tell right. these stories, and my thing is always this because I see a lot of my friends who I respect and love who I disagree <laughs> with when they say things like, "Oh, well, we know." We need to have black people can only tell black story. We need black people to say you got to have this. I feel like whoever's bringing the story, mm-hmm. okay, you want to bring in some people who are experts and bring those people in to do those stories to help you out. I don't think you know for people to say that Catherine Bigelow shouldn't be the one. You know, I, know, I disagree with that. I yeah, totally when she know. came in and she said, "Well, am I the right person to do the story?" and she says, "No, but it's a story." You know worth telling I wanted to tell. Now, I may disagree in terms of the title of the movie. I think it should have been called The, the Algiers Motel. Because <laughs> I think it's what it was originally called. And, I, and, I think and yeah, it's based on the book, and, but they decided to call it Detroit. And of course, what messed them up was when you say Detroit, we think black right. women and black men, we think that. They should have called it something else, but they wanted to make it sound big. And they did that. I guarantee they got, you that was the marketing department yes, in the right. store. She said that. She said the marketing right. people did, like, said we need right. to change the movie. And then your marketing people Need to be fired because they fired. are the worst people on the planet. <laughs> they have because they so much and you need to hire Mia Linnell <laughs> to come through and help you with your marketing. Consultants, consultants like L and L consultants. L consultants like we want to put a movie out that's really about the Algiers Motel, about some white women, some black dudes. This shit went down, <laughs> and we want to call it Detroit. We'd be like, no, we gonna call it the Algiers Motel, <laughs> and you're gonna have sympathy, and people are gonna want to come see that movie. But you call can it Detroit. I, can I? Can I be the one marketing person? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> come in. But but they're gonna. 
gonna think then that it's a movie about the country of Algiers. You better okay. change it and they'll think even it's know a there foreign was a country film. Of Algiers? Do people even know that? I don't think people even know that anymore. I think people are too ignorant to know that. Okay. <laughs> I think in the age of Trump, they don't know they're just stupid. that they're. I, 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 look, see, this, okay. This is the argument I have a lot. I don't say it a lot to people like in write in print, but I do feel this. I don't feel you should constrain anybody from telling a story that they want to tell. I agree. Because the whole thing is you see a story or there's something that's giving you inspiration for a story that is like, oh, I want to tell this. Mm-hmm. That is enough for you to want to tell the story. Right. Where you Because some people are going to say that about the script. You just like, why are you writing that script? Why are you writing a script about this R, R deity? Yeah, you know, exactly, exactly. But I look at it, I'm kind of like, that's what makes storytelling universal, is that anyone can tell any story. The thing where people slip up is... Is that they don't be authentic and 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 and, ding, I, f- ding, ding. and right. I feel like because I saw Detroit and because I, I really like Catherine Bigelow as a director. Oh, I love her. I, 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 She's still my girl. I mean, I also will never forget when when like you know when Chip and I went to talk to the DGA about being a mm-hmm. directing team, mm-hmm. like. She gave me her chair. She's like, here, sit in my chair. Oh, you did tell and me that. And I was like, right. Jesus, yeah. she, yes. do she, doesn't need right. to, I mean, she doesn't need to do this. Right. She's just, you know, you're the Oscar winner. I'm right. here trying to get in. Um, and so I look at the movie and I'm kind of like, people blame her for that. But it's kind of like the script in that had some stuff in there that was really interesting that I just, that they just didn't go into. Mm. And I feel like, is that her fault? Yes or no? I mean, maybe it's, maybe it's uh, who knows? Because mm. to me, the minute the thing with the dramatics came up, I kept saying, that's a real group, isn't it? Right. And then, yeah. So, in Detroit? You know, <laughs> and that happened. Because the guy who's you know, in the dramatics yeah. was part yeah, of that. But the thing, I mean, yeah. well, it was like that whole story was so interesting to me. Because right. I, 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 I was like, but that's not yeah, what one the of movie them was, is. Was he killed there? No. He was hurt really bad. He well, beat he the get, fuck up. He that's, beat the hell out of right. his... I mean, he really right. got beat up. Yeah. Um, and I just was kind of like, there's... That could have been your in. I think they crushed his hands. They did something. I remember seeing it on... Yeah. On some. Yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah. Story-wise, that could have been your in because you know, people yeah. know who the dramatics are. You know, right. I mean, and that... Because I feel like one of the things about these <clears throat> movies about famous people mm-hmm. that are never... This is like my big thing about the NWA movie is I need to see something I didn't know. I need to know something. I do something I didn't know. Right. And the dramatics are around at the time of the Temptations and all this kind of stuff, the mm-hmm. Motown era. Right. But their but their whole path was diverged. Like their lead singer was kicked out. I mean, right. th- we quit for the reason what happened in the movie. And I was like, that is so interesting, mm-hmm. you know. And the, and also the guy that John Boyega plays. As the the, the cop, the, the cop guy, who yeah. gets caught up into the thing, and I was like, his story's fascinating too. His story's really fascinating for what's happening, and it's like mm-hmm. that's the story that you want to tell. And I just don't know where they decided. So they didn't. I haven't seen the movie. They didn't decide. They didn't focus on John's character. They he's, did, but not enough. Yeah, See, okay. the thing is, is that they spent too much time. Did it feel on, more ensemble or something? Or? No, they spent too much time on the two or three white cops who were like the terror. I mean, the oh, really? the terrorizing white cops got the majority of the screen time. Hmm. And I just was kind of like. That is not. That's not what you see in the trailer. It makes it feel like I thought it was John's and the posters. Yeah, Yeah. I I mean, and and that's kind of like this. To me, the movie's the movie's just a missed opportunity, right? Mm -hmm. And that's 
what happens sometimes, but I'm not saying it's a bad movie. Right. It's very intense. You know, and you're watching, you're like, fuck, and blah, 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 and you're like, and this happened, and, but then there's, just, there's like a few little pockets where they could have gone down this direction, just walked down there for another five minutes, right. and then came back, and the movie would have been, had a lot more power to it. Right. And I don't think that, that that has anything to do with, like, the race of who wrote it right. and who directed anything like that. It's just like, you didn't want to focus on that. Right. It's really just a focus issue, not like, these white guys don't know how to tell the story. It's, that's not what it is, right. you know? Because mm-hmm. it had a really, really, really cool well, uh, opening credit sequence. Mm-hmm. It felt like, you know, it felt like, it felt like these, the, like those Harlem Renaissance artists, like she did something that was like this, this animated mm-hmm. version of that. And I was like, that's really cool. So well, she, let me just say this. <clears throat> I mean, since since we have you here, Paul, this this is I think this is really important. I mean, like you guys know, I'm on a lot of the committees at the Writers Guild, right? So I've heard these, and you you too, and we hear a lot of these discussions from specifically, let's just say, the black crowd. Now, what I've noticed is I'm on the Latino crowd and the white crowd and the women's crowd. It's called too, the Blacks trademark, right? <laughs> so for each and every one of those committees. There's always a banter about why is that man writing the story about the woman? Mm. Why is that yeah. white person writing the story about the black person? Why is that white person writing the story about the Asian person? Whatever. Here's my thing, and I'm going to use Straight Outta Compton as an example for me. I get, you think you had some relevant points in there? I personally love the movie, and I love the script, right? Here's my thought about that. <clears throat> I remember sitting at a table with a bunch of black people and another table with a bunch of white people and we were talking about it and I said look if you can write the fuck out of the script I don't care what the fuck you look like if you nail it remember she spent the year hanging around Ice Cube and Dre how can she she's a writer she should be able to master the way they speak the way the tone is the way the job everything it makes no sense to me why that's a problem and mind you there were two of them you know, well, I think the, she wrote a version. He wrote a version. Well, I think the idea is like, who, what writers do you go to first to give the opportunity to write it? Well, they went to a bunch of people, and everybody kept pitching the same shit, and they finally gave him something different. Okay. That's what happened. So they yeah, gave look, it to him. Look, 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 so, well, I know a couple of black guys who went in for so, it. So mm-hmm. a, f- a friend of mine, Steve Bagatorian, right. who, who wrote the first draft of the Tupac movie, mm-hmm. who obviously was is getting brought in to write that movie right. because of what he did. He's what? He's Armenian, Steve Bagatorian. He told me that his pitch on that thing was to do with like Rashomon. Because right. he was like all which the I guys, liked. which I was yeah. that all the guys really couldn't yeah. uh, like agree with what the story was. And I know Abdul Williams, who wrote the right. the new edition thing, told me the same thing. Like mm-hmm. trying try to get everyone to agree on a story. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, or a story point. To me, I think like made the movie bland and, and less interesting. And I feel the version that he pitched. At least he told me. I was like, well, I, you know, you didn't tell me no story, but right. you tell like Rashomon. And it's a fascinating, more fascinating movie to me. Right. I think, and I, now I spoke with Andrea about, like, how'd you get the job for Shader Compton? Right. She was like, I came in and told them this is a movie about police brutality. Right. And no one has said that to them. Nobody. And I was they related like, to that. It, it, and I was like, well, you know what? They know that shit. They right. got, because they had Bill Cubs up, upside their head. Right. They were like, ding, 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 you get the job. And that's so my point. That's the thing. And that's my point, that. Lisa, that I'm you know, saying. I'm not against a white person doing it. If you came in and pitched a better version than me and you spend a year with the fucking, 
you know, the 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 the, the, the people tell. The, I mean, how can you not be able yeah, to write it? You've never been to fucking space either. Yeah. You can write that. It's like so the, it's like that movie that I love. Um, <laughs> you know, Memoirs of a Geisha, right? Just saying. So Which one? Yeah, Memoirs um, of a Geisha. Yeah. Right, right. Like that script. I mean, that book was so fascinating, and the movie coming to life the way it did. I was mm-hmm. like, fuck, this is such a cool, like envisioning of this world and what it is. You know, and it felt so. It felt so much like what was tangible from the book. Right. You know, now, I don't know that world so much. They were to pinpoint things like, that's wrong, that's wrong, that's wrong. It's not like what they did when they did, like, Ghost in the Shell. Right. When they totally, like, ignore certain things about, like, the way that, that Asian women behave, really Japanese women behave mm-hmm. about, like, shame and stuff like that. Like, that's, like, so part of their culture to ignore that. Mm-hmm. It, like, it makes it, it just, it, it made that movie inauthentic when those you know ghosts in the shell just on that level alone mm. and it's just a small scene when Scarlett Johansson meets you know her real mother it's, mm. and it's, it's like like bring someone in because you don't know and, yeah. and you do know there's issues that you, about people's lives that you don't know because that's not your life I mean I'm going to play a devil's advocate I mean I think that except for the fact that they announced early were the writers what do you call them Dumb and Dumb, what do you call them the Doobie Brothers the Doobie Brothers because I can't remember their names I, I don't mean to go back D. to this again but it just one occurred one is D to me. and it's like they're dudes Doobie right, right, right. DB but did they do what you said that they needed to do were they reaching out to Malcolm and his wife saying hey we need help were we just read it wrong you know what I mean we just what we learned about it came out wrong I don't know. I, I think I, I actually I, mean? I think that I'm that's to a play really good, and listen to this. All. See what you think of this, mm-hmm. Lisa, because I think that's a really good point, Hilliard. How would you have felt, Lisa, if the quote that was in the announcement instead of "We've been wanting to work with them for ten years," right. if it was, you know what, we knew we needed help to tell this story, and we were not able to tell the story, so we went we to these people that people. we thought right. would be badasses, which we've seen people do before, yeah. right? Yeah. But right. I think because that's where it went sideways for me right. reading that announcement was, you know, right. like, oh yeah, for ten years we've been wanting to work with these awesome black writers, <laughs> but <laughs> just, not on Game of Thrones, yes. and you know, not I mean, on the other. And to me, it's not, it's not like they're it's not like they're unproven writers. It's not that Malcolm right. and his wife are unproven writers. Right. So that's a whole different story. Right. Secondly, it's like like Game of Thrones has been on for what seven eight years now right. I mean you're telling me that those guys did not they couldn't be like n- like non-writing producers on like a ton of shows that right. these remember, guys come in remember, Malcolm, I mean, Malcolm was cold um, he hadn't been working for years until um, they wrote that 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 one script fuck what was it called Balls Out, mm. the one that did really, oh. the, the one that killed on um, the blacklist. That yeah, was yeah, a yeah. fade the fuck in one. Yeah, was that, yeah, 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 yeah. And then he went to Empire, right? And right. right. And then he went to yeah, Empire. Right. Remember, but he had like a two or three yeah. year period where he wasn't writing shit, and he knew them. That's all I'm saying. Right. So it was there. But what I'm saying is, on the other side, were they going right? We need help. I love your point. They came at it wrong. They yeah. didn't say we fucking needed help. Right. So we reached out right. to our good friends right. who we've been wanting to work with forever. Right. Even that would have phrased it differently. Yeah. Don't right. say just 10 just, years. Just say forever. Whatever. Yeah. 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 Good friends or just us. say, our make the point we couldn't it. tell right. this without, right. you know. Right. We need to have, and we brought in some people who we knew. Because I think, I think even now, thinking yeah. back to the announcement, I think there was another little weird bump in it that, that they even said it was something like, well, we knew we were going to get shit for being white people, uh, right? And, you know, yeah, it was something like that. Right. Like yeah. they didn't, they yeah. didn't. And then say the vulture, right. the vulture interview thing. Like, mm-hmm. and we're students of history, and blah blah. blah. I'm like, oh, but your history that you're talking about. And then the historians went in, like, well, this. <laughs> I was like, y'all. And and here's the thing. And I, it, it, even Malcolm said in that interview, he says, "We told these guys that right. you're going to get black Twitter is going to come for you." Right. 
my thing was, I wish I would have been to tell them at that luncheon, like, they, y'all not ready for what they're going to come for. I, I suggest you well, do see, this. See, you know what? I'll tell you something interesting, too, is that, like, 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 literally two weeks before the announcement, I was at HBO where they had an outreach thing to talk about, they wanted to, they brought in black writers in the Writers Guild mm-hmm. to talk about we need to be able to tell black stories more authentically. Right. Like they said, they, they, they told, I mean, they had one early in the year with women and one mm-hmm. with Latinos. And I was like, and I mean, and, and literally the, the two executives who came in were so like, so, uh, elucidating about their process, what they look for, what they want to do, like how they want stories brought to them. At, mm-hmm. you know, and they were very clear. The white guy was a black woman and a white guy. The black guy was very clear about, we know we don't know about black stories. Mm-hmm. That's why we want you guys to come in here. Like we know we don't know. Mm. And I just was kind of like, that's, I mean, if you're aware of that and then you don't, you know, like buttress this show yeah. in the right way you're right. announcing it, right. then. Cause that even, that you know, thing there's, you a, said, there's, there's, it, like, it, a, there's it, like a disconnect. Right. Cause to me, like, I mean, to me, like we know everything this is something. This one is I don't like about where where Hollywood is, like entertainment has become in the last five or ten years is is that everything has to be kind of like like greased the right way right. so that it's not so that it's the least offensive in its announcement. That's because the marketing departments yeah. are now in charge of yes. the movie. Right. So, That's a good yeah. point. Like yeah. they're already telling you the yeah. movie's coming out this time and right. it's like oh, you yeah. do like the old school like just, don't say shit until the trailer comes just, out and the movie shows scared, up to yeah, like you know I mean and I'm just I'm just kind of like mm. maybe you announce this show as that this is Malcolm and his wife show you know, oh, you that put was, it, the, like that you put, was like, the other thing. Like if you put it out that way, right? But that was the other thing the, that Black Twitter was going in on. with. Was why isn't you? Why won't you let them take over the show and let them fucking write the script? That's what other people were saying, mm-hmm. and I was like, hmm, Malcolm and his wife writing the script, it would be crazy, you know. It's <laughs> interesting about the whole the cultural appropriation thing because I, like, I'm sure if my show had gone, Black Twitter would have come at me. But what what I in my experience, no, that, well, that, no, no, well, it would not, right. no, but that. <laughs> Maybe we would have did it right though. All right. No, we would have. <laughs> but, here, but here's this is the interesting point of what happened to me. So I, you know, five six years researching that show, all my own stuff, and then when we went and I developed it and and got David and we pitched it and sold it, and then I had that whole year with Nat Geo. Mm-hmm. During that time, the only people that came at me about. Are you sure you're the one that should be writing this? <laughs> were white people really? And I never like every. Every black person that I encountered and that I talked to about this was like you are. And it was like, fuck, yes, right there. Yes, get that story out, mm-hmm. however you can do it, you right. know. And and it was it was so great to support. And it just, I feel like it's we're in that culture of outrage now where it, it's like, it reminds me of that. Did you guys hear about that? This is totally not film. Mm-hmm. But in Portland... The white women that opened up the uh, the Mexican place, yes. the burrito place. When they uh, went down to Mexico and took the recipes and, and they took it the, back and started ah, selling it. And they did. And then, <laughs> but it was, did you know that it was, like, if it had been the Mexican people that come up and go, hey, 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 hey. But it was all these white, white people, people. Yeah. that went mm-hmm. up and said, you, you shouldn't be doing that. That, you know, this food's really good and those recipes are awesome. But, and they, and they shut them down. Yeah. And I did not know about that. I, yeah. yeah. They, I they were, I saw that. I was like, they went down, they got these recipes. They were authentic mixed right. recipes and they started killing it. And this is Portland, which is sub- like, right. you can't get more rainbow. 
and like and and they started killing it and then some like group of white hipsters came up and was like cultural appropriation really? and they actually put them out of business yeah wow. they had to come through because i think in that situation once again <laughs> Get your Mexican friends. Mm-hmm. Get your, it yeah. would have been like, right. the women you got the recipes from, number mm-hmm. one, are you giving them some money or they, are you letting people know about right. them? Put their faces Put on their the faces thing. on the thing. Yeah, do some marketing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and, and don't tell people you got them from. Where you t- don't tell people you took some shit. Just say, hey, you know, we've been traveling. We got these great recipes. Start cooking I'm not even food. saying we've been traveling. I'm pulling some Colonel Sanders type shit. Oh, this is a secret <laughs> recipe. I you can't even break out what this is. Now, that mind you, me. I'd be at that food truck probably thinking that too. Like, y'all know I took these from some great, some yeah, Abuela's yeah, down there. Yeah, you did. Yeah, but I don't know who. I don't know who did. I don't know who. <laughs> but, how, but, but how cool would it be though, If and, and that I think is definitely the mistake right. they made. Like, if they went down and they found these old women and they found these authentic recipes which were unlike anything people had tasted before, why would you not make that the lead of how you yes. promote yourself? Right. Like, we got, you know, like these two yeah. grandmas from Mexico City or right. wherever. And, and, and that's what it's called, maybe. Yeah, names two grandmas, right? right. And you want to sweeten like, and for every, you know, every time you buy something, a portion of our right. profits yeah. are going to help school and right. educate and school. That you, can, you can finesse it. Okay, speaking of that. In a way. So I'm a Where big, I will sit there. I might think, you know, Colonel Sandal, these people, but the shit is good. I'm buying yeah. it. I'm but I didn't mean to go off on that tangent, no, 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 but it was no, interesting no, that it was, no, I only no, got flack from white it's, people it's about my thing. Yeah. Yeah. See, but, but see, Paul, I'll, this is what I'll say. I heard the podcast that you were on when you first talked to them about it, and I was like, oh, I'm very fascinated in this. Right. And when I met you and, and, and I asked you about it, you t- like told me about it in a way that let me know that you had done your research. research. Right? Yes. And I felt like... <laughs> you also know he's got some and black I, friends, And number right? one... Well, no, but, no, but he's yeah, from I mean, the place. I mean, there, right. I mean, that, there's, there's all that. I mean, there's, right. a, there's, there's a level of like... I felt like so reassured just by the way that you spoke about it that I was like, you can't fuck this up. You're going to make this, you know, yeah. like, like a lot cooler than anyone who just had the idea. Right. right. You know, because you were like, because you were telling me about like the cop and the, and the white cop and just, and the, the way it's all set up. And like, and the point of view that you presented to me, I just felt was like, you can do this in a way that and it's just years. Like, like, like you owned it from just the way you talked to me about it. And I, and I was sold the and, moment when he said. And I was so, and that to me just made me go. Cool. Yeah. I'm Was it gonna be on the air? Oh, wait a minute. Night? They played you. Fuck them because they took something to, like you know. I mean, because something that sounded so damn cool is now yeah. we gotta like figure he was, out. Agree. He was ready to watch. Like, oh, we was about to like tweet you know? the shit out of that stuff. And I oh could I could have got that show on the air if I had wanted to whitewash it, which is and I'm I can now it's been long enough removed. I was scared at first to talk about, it, but I'm not now. Those were some of the most racist notes wow. and it was and they bought it all on this whole thing history history and that's what we are and we're going to launch this and it's going to be drama but it's also right. going to be historically accurate and then all they wanted to do was pull out the historical accuracy and can the white people be nicer and the black people not all be so nice and you know can the white guy actually yeah. be the one that saves him uh, right. that's not what no. happened right i'm not i'm not i can't right. give you that story right. you know and when we and even it's interesting about this too so now you know i'm writing the feature version of it and, and the actor is David Oyelowo mm-hmm. who's an amazing Hi, human being and when we talked cousin, about it <laughs> in January and he said I will attach myself to this because I, I want you know he's very passionate about the story too and he wants to get it done he's going to play the lead so we 
you know, went to the agents and, and stuff and even met with a couple of studio producers and like everybody's all excited on board. Mm-hmm. And what we were told, like they were like, you could go, we could set up four top studios right now and you could sell this thing on the pitch with David in that room and right. this story and the time right now. And they, they were like, now what will happen is we'll go and sell it and then you'll get fired and they'll bring on John Ridley or they'll bring on someone else to do that. And what was amazing to me, I can almost get <laughs> choked up retelling this, mm-hmm. is like David was the one that said, mm-mm, no. Yeah. And he said, and he's like, no, we're not going to do that then. And so he's like, Paul, you go off and write it yourself and we will get the money and mm-hmm. we will make it right. because he goes, you're the one. Right. And, yeah. and that was like, wow. Right. You know, like right. that's, that's. Can you make that way, David? Yeah. Fresh lineup, <laughs> untouchable suit, clean, clean, pressed, clean jet. You know, you know okay. what you should do? You, you know, you should get women's hair laid. Get Armani right. to do the suits the way he did the suits for Untouchables. Right, right, right. I mean, the, think about it. Everything, the clothing the black line, Untouchables. The clothing David O'Yellow standing up there next to Aldous Hodge oh, and a couple up. other. Bro- I mean, shut up. Like it's Don't just, even. it's gonna happen. Yeah, it's gonna happen. But, like I said, it brings the idea of, you know, who gets to tell stories. And our thing is, anybody can tell your story. Just be authentic with it right. and, come, and come with an understanding and get people on your team. Right. And then, you know, be very precise in how you roll it out and present it. Right. You know, in your case, I would have been like, just get David a fresh suit. <laughs> I got the show. We would have been like, okay. All right, Dad. Check. Check. <laughs> How many zeros are ni- behind this? What nights is it coming on? I got five. We gonna, we gonna be live tweeting. You know, all the black nerds will be live tweeting, talking about the outfits. You know, so you know, it's just it's just one of those things, and it's it's interesting now. There's just so much going on, and I just wanted to bring that up because it's important to me that even though people can be, you know, they can protest and they can talk about things, but I always feel like. Your passion, your story is your story. Right. I don't want to discourage right. black, white, you know, Asian, Latino. I don't want to discourage anybody from writing a story about somebody that isn't them. Just find, just make sure you do your research properly and you have like a Jeff Thorne read you right. like you do. You know what I mean? To give you And be honest to you and be like, I mean, I mean, yes, And they know. call LNL Consultancy. Right. Yeah. That's right. Mm-hmm. Five, five, five. Roll it out. <laughs> four, four, to three, me, two. To, look, to me, it is really, really about like, what's your way in? Like, what speaks to you? Right. You know, I remember when I was a kid, my dad was involved somehow in, like, getting the, the money to find it together for that, that James Cavell uh, miniseries for Shogun. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I was maybe, what, like, eight or something like that. Mm-hmm. But I remember, like, trying to read the book and, you know, just whatever. I read part of it even that age. But I remember seeing it, and I was like... Japan is this ninja shit in December. This is so fucking cool, mm-hmm. and, I've, and I've and my brother and I've been into that ever since. Right. You know, and it's like, and for the longest time, I've been looking for a you know a story is in that world. But a lot of it really it's not necessarily the world. Mm-hmm. I mean, that time period. I mean, it's like the philosophy of mm-hmm. what samurai, the bushido code, all that kind of stuff. And I was like, how do you make that stuff work right. for you? And if it works for you. Then there's it's just, just this, this passion quest for you to figure out how to tell it as real right. as possible, right. as opposed to what you were saying earlier about I have the premise, come in with the premise. You mm-hmm. know, it's like yes, that is the premise, but it's like you know, like that's just it's it's the thing that, that, that about your, your thing, Paul. It's like I realize there's the, the like 
there's so much knowledge about that world that you know that probably will never go into any, you know, in, into right. whatever iteration of it. But that's what's going to make it cool because we know it's like the, the shit that's being paired away that is going to be good. But we know that 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 is it's it's that that stuff is going to resonate throughout right. the piece, and right. that's why like people wouldn't question it. And I think that's where if you, I mean, if you look at project, you look at any story from outside of your culture. And still find it fascinating. That's because it's speaking to you, right? And that's what everyone has to kind of mm-hmm. like th- think about. Whatever you do, there's a movie that just came out. I think you can see it now. Um, it's it has oh god, what's his name? Uh, it's the guy who plays in the big Marvel movie, the one with the bow and arrow that everyone jokes about. Oh, like, um, you ain't no. Oh yeah, um, um, <laughs> Renner. Yeah, yeah, Jimmy Renner. Renner. Jimmy Renner. Yeah, he's in a in a movie with what's her name, the other girl who plays the witch in that series. The, oh, um, Wind River. Thank you, Wind River. Um, it's about you know something that's really close to to native sorry something close to native people, which is basically it's it's a murder kind of like a murder mystery that takes place um, in, like in North Indian Dakota country, or Montana. Right, and it's uh, the it's a murder of a Native American woman. It's about them going in and, and investigating. Right. So it's a murder mystery, but it's set in the world of Native folk, and it's it's written directed by a white person. But he actively went in and got. Um, a lot of help and resource for the Native community. He made sure, very specifically, to make sure he had real Native actors in there. So he went, you know, above and beyond to try to make this as authentic as possible. Mm-hmm. Even though the lead people are white folk, but you know how it is in Hollywood. You got to kind of tell the story. Right. Well, okay, so that guy, I forget his name, uh, Taylor Sheridan, you know, so he wrote Sicario, yeah. and, and he wrote Hell or High Water, mm-hmm. and this is the thing that, like, just the part three of that trilogy that he wanted mm-hmm. to tell. And I remember him talking about it, and he was like, you know, uh, I mean, he was like, I want to tell a film noir, but in the you know the 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 western, yes. and I was like, yeah, there's a few of those movies that are like that. You, if you go back to the '40s, but it was like we haven't seen one in a really long time, right, right. and it's just like he's proven himself as a. I mean, if you look at Sicario, Sicario <laughs> like fucking gets into what's up with the Mexican cartels yes. in a way that's like he knows how to make it real, mm-hmm. you know. And so yeah, that, that movie's not out yet. I think it comes out at the end of this month. Yeah, there's some people who saw it. I just already. heard it on film. Right, right. Um, a couple it, people it, are telling it, me like it, it looks it. dope. Yeah. I mean, I saw the chair. Well, I'm just letting like, you know, Indian country, we're, we're, we're looking into it and excited about it, but it's like, but it, the same thing. Like, my first reaction was like, all right, let me, well, did he talk to some folk? Right. Did he went in and did his stuff? So it's like, you can tell that story, just be authentic right. and have some people in there. So I don't want people to be thinking, oh, all the stuff that's going on, and I really want to tell a story, but it's not my people or my place or my culture or right. my country. Like, no, you can tell that story. Tell the story. You know? Just hire L and L consulting services to help you navigate navigate and your wording and all that stuff. That's all right. we're saying. That's all we're saying. That's all we're saying. That's what's up. Cool. Well thank y'all. That was a good episode. Well, Good to have you back, Paul. I'm glad to be back. We're going to have you back again yes. soon. I am ready now. <laughs> I was going after Derek's run. It's like, the, how many, you're like Tom Hanks on Saturday Night Live or something. Like, you've done how many performances? We were teasing about that the other day. You're like, just let me 10. Like, it's, it's been like 14, baby. I, I mean, I was like, not that many. <laughs> so silly. So where so you silly. at, Paul? Um, when pool, I when I drinking when, his hand, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I know West Hollywood at the pool, <laughs> showing the legs off. Malibu type of look. You guys, can off. I just say what he's not telling you? When I came in here, I was sitting down, popped my computer open to finish 
my job. Like I had to get it done and get it sent off to my boss who was tapping his foot and looking at his watch on a Sunday. I will so I'm still working. working. Right. I might have gotten it Can done earlier had I not been at the pool. Can you tell me? Um, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm the, one of the co-executive producers on NCIS New Orleans. Yes. New Orleans. So Are they really filming New Orleans? They shoot yeah, the entire show in New Orleans. No, for real. It's really yeah. in New Orleans. The entire show is when shot when, there. So and they are wet right now. Oh, yes. Yeah. Who's, the, um, who's the woman who was in The Shield was in that? I fucking love. I fucking forget her name. Oh, jeez. I know. Woman. I know you're talking about. CCH Pounder. CCH Pounder. Oh, my gosh. She, and just, I'm so excited about it because, look, it's NCIS right. is the goes in front of the New Orleans part, right. so you know what you're getting to a certain extent. Right. But what's really cool, uh, I can speak of in the writers' room this year, is we are like the first mandate they had the first week was like we have CCH Pounder on this show, and she needs to do more than just be like, yeah, the murderer you yeah. know found was you know there was a bullet that yes. went through here. Yes, Jesus. Because yeah. last season they gave her her son, and the son had a bunch yeah, of issues yeah. and stuff. So, so we yeah. um so I got I'm super excited. The episode I'm doing is all about her and her son, and we are awesome. leaning way into her getting her out of the you know corner thing and right. just ex- right. exposition dialogue about right. plot and we're gonna just we're gonna give i mean you got that you're gonna cal- see cca you got a caliber thing. of actress like that mm-hmm. you gotta put them acting yeah, chops so, in uh, so that's super exciting that <laughs> she's gonna yeah. be okay, a big so you know what's crazy is that, is that every year i try to find a time to watch um all that jazz Ah, oh, love that. But yeah. she, I think that was her first movie role. Oh my God, she is in Cause all that. Because she's the nurse when yeah. he was like dying. At the right, end. right. But uh, yeah, I was thinking of I watching. Because I was thinking of watching Dark Tower today, but everyone's been shitting mm-hmm. on, so I'm not. <laughs> look, and actually, if you want to go, I need to go see it. Look, don't be messing you, up. You on the you show? Go? Let's go today. It's at five. At the at the, at the, at the writers Guild. All right, let's go. You watch. Your I'm mouth. going. What? You watch your mouth. What are you talking about? You don't say bad things. It's, it's, it's Mr. Oh, Elba. Oh, I got something to say about that. Mr. Let's turn Elba. off the mic so yeah, we can we'll talk about, about it. it. Wait, 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 anyways, Fizzhog uh, on Twitter. Two Z's, two G's. F-I-Z-Z-H-O-G-G on Twitter. I'll get back there once I just, right now it's too depressing. Yeah, I understand. Where are you at, Chris? I am at unauthorized CBD on Twitter and Instagram and on the website, shadowboxercinema.net. That's what's up. Lisa Lisa Coat Jam. I'm on the Twitter sphere. You'll find me. She ain't never getting off. You've already seen me. I go, well, it's going to have to be an apocalypse to get your ass. Killing the Twitter. (laughs) I can't help it. I know too many cool people, and they always hit me up with stuff, and they say, oh, or they direct message me, and blah, blah, blah. Anyway, so yeah, you can find me there. You can find me under the hashtag, usually every Saturday, unless something's going on. Uh, Saturday Night Sci-Fi with Geek Soul Brother. Uh, Next week, I think we're doing, what are we doing for, he just told me. Shit, I can't remember what it is. It's something fun because we want to have more fun stuff because all the craziness that's going on in the world right now. Right. And um, yeah, bitch flicks, and uh, I'll be down in New Orleans, and yeah. Okay. You could just. Uh, and where are you, where Hilliard? Are you, You're gonna find me. <laughs> <laughs> on all things considered, gather around, children. <laughs> you guys can find me at Hilliard Guest on Twitter. You can follow the show, Screenwriters RR on Twitter. Um, any questions? Screenwriters Rant Room at gmail.com. Did you see that email I sent you from the girls um, in Stanford University? They have that black um, ev- caucus event that goes on every year. They invited us to come to a podcast live. Ooh. Oh, you have to go. When did you see it? When you did you have to go? I sent you it to go. Like, anyway, when did you send it? I'll have to check my emails. See what I'm talking about? 
Mm-hmm. Who don't check their emails every day? Yeah. Ooh. I'm writing. Anyway, uh, so shout out to y'all. Uh, forgive me, I don't remember what the damn thing is called. I think I should, but um, I'll find it and I'll, I'll shout you out. Um, any questions? ScreenwritersRantRoomGmail.com. I think I just said that. Um, what else? What else? Shout out to all the countries. We appreciate you guys. Um, the United States is always number one. Um, Canada. This is getting global, though. Hilliard shit's getting global. global. It was Australia? global since day one. I couldn't believe it. But, but I think you said Australia. People in Australia. Australia. I think Australia's like always number Algiers. Three. Algiers. Algiers. <laughs> <laughs> um, like I said, we're all over the place. I'm trying to find this um, email right quick to tell you who the hell that was who said, What's up, y'all? And want to have us on the show. I think it's hella cool. Oh, that'd be fun. I'd definitely come out. Uh, a live podcast would be a lot of fun. I've been talking to Hillary about doing a live podcast. Like I told him, I tried to tell him to go to Comic Con with me and just sit on the steps and do it outside live, please. That buck wild. Mm-hmm. Where's your black oh. silk to be over you? Because of that sunlight, you got to be just a little bit aware of that. I have my little New Orleans umbrella. <laughs> just have CD, shoot it. Just, you go light it. Yes. <laughs> Sir. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, the email is to both of us. Aww. This is the most exciting part it's, of the podcast. Aww. It's from Cameron Woods and Kendall Birkins. It's called Beasts. And I think it stands for Black something, something like entertainment, at Stanford. Arts, Stanford something University. Blacks, entertainment, Beast. and it's be Stanford. Anyway, so know. shout out to y'all. And like I said, shout out to all the countries. We appreciate y'all. I will read my email. Thank you for having you back, Paul. Thank you for we inviting you. me back. You've been gone all summer, sitting at the yes. beach, chilling and... You know, they got the beach there, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, everybody join with me. Y'all know how we do it on the Rant Room. On this show, we keep it real. We keep it opinionated. We keep it what, everybody? 2017. Peace, y'all. Ciao. Mama say what I feel. And I promise to keep it real. Welcome to the Rant Room. Well, you gotta be a rider till your fears are diminishing, the doubts are behind ya. It's hard to grind and the business got me stressed in the rent room. We let that shit up off our chest. You know the street nerd has got no time for no kata. Sass in class, yes, they used to bowl a kaja. Never have to guess when you're listening to Hillier. He gon' bring more game than a shark playing billiards. It's all about the crap of screenwriting. It's exciting when you turn an outline into something enlightening. Your pen and words are like bullets in a gun. Write what you feel, say what you want. Welcome to the Red Room. Red Room. Red Room.